What is up, WandaVision fanatics? Thank you for joining us for another episode of Marvel Rewind. And on this episode, we're going to be talking WandaVision episode 7, which is Breaking the Fourth Wall is the title of the episode. I am hosting today Jake Bartley. Uh, Jake Berlin was not able to join us today, but I'm sure he'll be watching. And of course, we have Brian Avalasino in the house and Gio Ramos. What is going on, guys? Another day, another crazy episode. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I, you know, to be honest, at the last few episodes, I'm like, everybody's gonna love this one. Everybody's gonna love this one. I'm not sure about this one. Um, about everybody loving it. I know I do though. I personally love it. Um, and, and we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, I mean that I, I'll just give my general thoughts first and then we'll get into some, after you guys give your general thoughts, we'll get into some in-depth stuff. Um, I was very much looking forward to this. I couldn't get it started at midnight. It wasn't working. Same with me. And then at about three, uh, 1210, I finally got it to work. Wow, lucky you. I didn't get it till about 1220, 1225. I just kept trying, kept trying, and it kept giving me the air. And yep. then it finally worked. So apparently people are picking up on this show. I know the ratings have increased a lot since like episode three and four. I'm terrified for the season finale. I feel like it's going to blow up the whole entire Disney Plus. Yeah, and if it hopefully it ends well, meaning it's received well by by viewers. Um, I personally love this episode so much for multiple reasons, and we'll get into it. Um, it just you know was my style of what I was looking for. But Brian, how do you feel about this episode, man? I thought it was good. Um, it wasn't the best. I loved like halfway through the to the end. I personally have I, go ahead. You can bash me all you want. I I've never been a fan of like the, like the type of sitcom like the mockumentary. Yeah. Mockumentary style. type stuff yeah. like the office parks and rec, all those types of things. I've always just been like, okay, like it, it isn't that funny to me. Um, I was more interested with like what was going on with Monica and the reveal at the end, that type of stuff. So uh, yeah, it was good. It yeah. wasn't bad. I'm not surprised because I know you're not a fan of those style of shows. And I personally am like, I love the office and parks and rec. I've never watched modern family like fully. I've seen episodes of modern family, but from what I'm hearing, it pulled from modern family the most. I would, um, I can imagine that's probably, it really probably, wasn't the, in the office style at all. Other than the, the credits, like the opening, the credit. intro. Yeah. Um, but it all, I also felt, I don't know if you guys ever watched Curb Your Enthusiasm. I felt a little bit of Curb Your Enthusiasm, especially with the clown stuff, uh, and the circus and with Darcy and vision. So Gio, how did you generally perceive this episode, man? Well, um, I didn't watch it at midnight um, like you guys. I just I was too tired. And, um, you know, best way to describe it is are you guys familiar with that meme on the Internet that goes not going to lie? They had us in the first half and it shows a football player. Mm-mm. No, I haven't okay. seen that one. No. Well, I spent too much time on the Internet. Uh, <laughs> I, the first half was OK. The second half of this episode was really great. 
like from the point where Monica breaks through the the force field, um, from there it really picks up. Um, this episode was okay, but great moments, great moments. I'm sure we'll talk about it. Yeah, for sure. And I I already see the comics going or comments going, especially Samir. And I think that's a good point, Samir. That I I do think some people were hanging their hopes on some huge. There was some huge reveals, but not the huge reveals we were expecting. Um, and we could just get right to it. That we thought this engine that we were going to see the engineer. I don't think we saw the aerospace engineer that she's talking about. See, I don't I think, think she did. I don't I think, think it was Goodman that is the engineer. I don't think so. She seemed like a a soldier. Honestly, she seemed more like a soldier. I think the aerospace engineer built it for her, and they delivered it. Because if you think about it. I mean, I guess it would make sense for the aerospace engineer to be there to make sure everything goes smoothly, but maybe they're like, I'm not going towards that, that bubble, that radiation hex or whatever. So, so who knows? We don't know, to be honest, they never said that she was the engineer. I mean, they didn't call her doctor. I would assume that like she, that. I would assume it was though, because every time they referenced her, they would say like, she's almost on, or he's almost on his way, blah, 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 blah. Um, Mm, but that's a fair point. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, they didn't confirm it either way. I don't think. Well, they keep talking about it, and if you're going to keep talking about it, you know, we're going to be anticipated. Like, we're seven episodes in already. We just found out that um, Agnes is Agatha Harkness, which honestly, a lot of people could have seen coming because we've spent the last seven weeks, seven hours talking about it, uh, um, but. I'm sure we'll get to that. It's just, you know, we, you keep referencing these things and we want answers and we're seven episodes in. But. Yeah, I, I'm of the belief that honestly, it's not the creator's fault that we put so much expectations on two scenes saying, hey, I know an engineer and her texting them. And then, oh, my guy's an hour away. That doesn't mean it's it really doesn't mean that it's someone big. To be honest, yeah, but they we, go out of their way. The fans hype it up, and unless Elizabeth Olsen was talking about um, Evan Peters as the big surprise cameo, then there should be something bigger still coming. But let's kind of uh, dive through this. So it kind of opens up with Wanda waking up, and it's like that typical uh, style of music in the background, like the uplifting stuff when it's and the funny music and things like that. That's possible. Uh, Jake Berlin, uh, the engineer, could be a soldier, but I, um, I, th I like the style. I look to me, yeah, sure. The her them talking to the camera was fun, but it's not that. It's Elizabeth Olsen and the way she delivers these lines. Every single era of sitcom that she was in, she nailed the way that actors played those characters, and she does it again here. I, I never watched any trailers for this or anything. When she's like, says another case of the Mondays, am I right? That just like, I don't know how to explain it. It just made me feel warm inside. Like it was just so entertaining. And then it cuts to the the music scene. How'd you guys feel about the opening style of the show? I mean, maybe Brian didn't like it as much because it really honed into that style of sitcom. I mean, it was very, it was, it was modern family. Exactly yeah. how that style um is I, I i just 
I don't, I didn't mind. Like it didn't make me hate it or anything. I just don't like they were, she was doing a fantastic job. So was uh, Paul Bettany, everyone. I just don't, I've never found that type of like comedy ish, if you will, funny. So like when they're doing that, when they're making the like, am I right? Like that type of stuff. I'm just like, it's just not funny to me, but it was, it was, well done. I won't deny that, like at all. Yeah. Like, as as far as like hitting exactly how they do it and everything, it was it was great. I'm just not me. I'm not a fan of that type of yeah. stuff. I but it it was nothing against the episode how they did it. It was done exactly and like it. To be fair, I think I feel like that style was not in the episode as much as the other sitcom tropes were in the other episodes. Like this went away from that a lot, yeah. especially when they're outside of the, the hex. Uh, Gio, how did you feel about this? Like the first 10 minutes of the episode? Oh, I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the opening. Um, you know, modern family for me is the one that I'm most recognized. Uh, you know, I, I recognize it the most. Yeah. And so I, I thought they did a great job, you know, getting, getting everything like the camera shots, the editing, you know, the way she talks into the camera, the even like the whole look of it is just very modern family type uh, vibes. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, we'll I've get to it later, but that, yeah. the way things start changing. Yeah. I've seen enough yeah. episodes of modern family to know, like that's kind of what they were ripping off of. Um, well, let's just whatever you guys want to talk about. I mean, the next big thing, Vision waking up, um, that was huge. And then seeing Darcy, how'd you guys feel about Darcy in the in the hex? Her her circus person is gonna be something. They didn't just give her this the escape artist mm. for nothing. There's ah, I see what you're saying. And they, well, she's like she I was to be the bearded lady. She but, was bounded when she got turned in when she went into the bubble, she was handcuffed to the van. So I think whatever they were in, it kind of changes it a little bit. But I do agree with you. They don't make her the escape artist for no reason. Why is my phone talking? It would make sense for her to be the one to figure out how to get out of there because she's the most intelligent. Scientifically um, yeah. There. So I think something's going to happen where she's going to be the escape artist. Like uh, she's going to actually be one that gets them out of something. And that's just going to be like a little ha ha. Because I said last week, I was fully expecting her to be working in the diner as one of the uh, waitresses. But yeah, that would have been they, funny. They made her. The escape artist. I wanted to be the bearded lady, but I ended up, but I couldn't grow a beard and stuff or whatever her line was. Yeah, um, she was she was funny in that. Like she fits that style of comedy too that they were going for. Yeah, and I, I loved her. Her and Vision together were were great. They were hilarious. Yeah, for sure. Um, Gio, what do you think about this scene, man? Uh, it was fine. Pretty straightforward. Um, I like that he just waked waked her up and got straight to the point. You know, um, if the rest of the first half would have been just like this, that'd be fine. Um, yeah, I, I'm more uh, I, I more enjoyed their conversation in the truck. You know, where she's 
Yes. Finally, Vision is learning about you know his past or like what happened beforehand. He's like, well, so Wanda just killed me, and she's like, yeah, but it's not that simple, you know. And I love <laughs> the line that she says where, um, you know, I've been watching WandaVision all week, and you guys definitely, you know, belong together. You guys like really love each other. Something along those lines. Yeah, um, it is so weird. It, it's like they break the fourth wall to the limit in this episode. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They definitely, I mean, I think it kind of showed that they can, like, whenever Deadpool comes, uh, it'll work. Yeah. I mean, the, after WandaVision, Marvel can do anything because th- how much weirder can you get than this, than this whole series so far? I mean, yeah. you can get pretty weird, different kind of weird, but can you get weirder? I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Like we never would have thought we'd get this kind of show. It's insane. And to me, it feels like every episode they're either teasing us or answering our questions. And it, it feels like it almost feels like they air an episode and then we watch it and then they see all the fans react and then they make the next episode based on everybody's reactions. But that's not true because they made the show a long time ago. They already shot everything and finished it. So they're playing with the viewers' emotions the whole entire show. And well, they, they're crazy. not stupid. They know exactly yeah. how we're thinking, hence why that one time they had the board and it had all the theories on it. And it exactly. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. So, I mean, they they know what they're doing, and it's – it's it's hilarious that they're just kind of like rubbing it in our face a little bit that they this is what you're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah. and the Agatha reveal is like ultimate, like like pointing and laughing at us, basically, even are though you, we knew. Um, are we jumping to that? I mean, yeah, are you jumping to it yet? Maybe not yet. Or, um, so we get I, one I, scene with director Hayward in this mm-hmm. episode. Thank if I'm God. Not mistaken. They said they were like, get it ready. We're launching today. Who I mean, obviously, we know he wants vision, right? He wants to put vision back online. Did you guys interpret that anyway, Gio? Like any other way? Did you take anything else from it? No. Like, what are they launching? Idiot. He's still an idiot. He's gonna go and try and do that. And honestly, I hope they all get whipped out. Like, you know, anyone who's dumb enough to follow his lead. You know, and maybe he is a scroll, a bad scroll, and all of them are bad scrolls as well. And this leads into secret invasion. But um, yeah, I can't stand that guy. It's just <laughs> like that might have been the best part of this episode is that he only had one one scene and it was a short one. So yeah, but do you think that they want you to hate this guy? <laughs> uh yeah. 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 They're doing yeah. a good job at it too. Mm-hmm. I yeah. still think that he's just an agent an asshole agent to be honest i mean what else at this point do you really think he might be behind it even more i don't think he has any part of oh but you think he could be a scroll possibly i still think he's a scroll um that's i wouldn't be surprised oh sorry go ahead no i mean i was gonna say i just i still think he's a scroll i think he's a huge dick also um, because he's just been like su- such an ass every time he comes on. He's like Joffrey in Game of Thrones, where you're just like, God, I hate that guy every time he comes on the screen, no matter what 
what happens, what he says, you're just like, oh, God, you're wrong. Go away. I don't like you. <laughs> like that whole thing. So that is a good point. Like there's certain characters like that you there's bad guys, but you don't hate them. Like he's one of those ones that you just hate, like, yeah. like Ramsey from Game of Thrones or like Joffrey, like you said. Yeah, it's just he's just, you know, you know, he's not up to go any good. You just know it. You know, he's not doing anything good. I mean, when he wanted to launch a missile at her out of nowhere, like, yeah, exactly. He, that he should have been the first. Her. And I was literally just thinking about what Stacy wrote. And I, do you guys think in his experiments to bring out vision, he's trying to somehow access Ultron or Ultron comes back at all anyway through this? I'm sure he's trying to like his Ultron's number one. Well, Tony wanted Ultron to be basically uh, robots all over the world that can respond when the Avengers can't. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I have no, no issue thinking that the head guy of a government organization that studies this type of stuff. He's probably trying to do the same thing except with vision. Like he's like, so it's like Ultron 2.0 essentially. So I, that's probably, I think that's honestly probably what he's trying to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure his agenda will get revealed in the next step. Well, hopefully um, it gets revealed and we get more answers about that. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it could be either one. He could be a bad scroll. He could just be a follower of Ultron. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a hand in uh, Monica Rambo's mother's death, you know, like that, that would be some really twisted messed up stuff. So I don't know. I want more answers. So, yeah. Yeah. Great. I don't, I don't think if Ultron's involved at all, I don't think that he's purposefully trying to specifically bring Ultron back. But if we remember at the end of age of Ultron, when like when vision takes out the last bot, alive and he's talking ultron it cuts away like we're, we see it from a distance this yellow light lights up and then i always interpreted that as that like vision locked ultron away in like cyber prison or something and because he didn't want to kill him i mean vision does say that he's on the side of life maybe he doesn't believe that ultron deserved to die so I could see them accidentally waking Vision or waking Ultron up again. Because, I mean, I guess all villains in the comics keep coming back, but Vision, uh, Ultron isn't just a one off villain typically uh, in the comics. And even I mean, the, yeah, Ultron's a big stuff. enough villain that the fact that they just used him one and done and an Avengers movie. It, it's just, I mean, there are certain types of characters that you can get away with bringing back from the dead because they're not alive in the first place. Like Ultron. Ultron was a robot. Vision was a robot. It makes more sense to bring those type of characters rather than Gamora or Black Widow or those 
type of characters that have died, made big impacts on you. Whereas these robot characters, like you kind of, it's, it's not that difficult to bring a robot. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say it's not that difficult because they're like these super advanced things, but it's easier to bring robot, a robot back to life than it is going to be a human being or an alien species type thing. So I think yeah. Ultron's just, I think Ultron's gone, but he's trying to figure out how to bring Ultron back. Yeah. Or some type of robot protection yeah. type thing. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's talk about the commercial real quick in this one. So we had mm. the, the d- depression one. Um, Brian, I'm sure you might know some more information about this. When I first watched it, I didn't, I mean, I, I got it. Uh, Scarlet Witch, she's depressed and she's trying to cope with her, with that sadness. And she created this, maybe the fake world is her medication and whatever. But um, is there anything else behind this commercial? So it's not so much the the depression and all that type of stuff as it is the name of the medicine, which is Nexus. Um, And Nexus is like a cross dimensional gateway that you can get to different realities. So, I mean, that's obviously kind of exactly where we're going (laughs) in Marvel. Um, And the other thing is Nexus beings are monitored by the Time Variance Authority, Hmm. which is exactly what Loki's stuff is. Isn't Wanda one of those in the comics? Uh, I don't know about that, but I mean... We've been trying to figure out for a while what what the importance of Loki is, why what like why is it needed to be a thing? If we're connecting the time variance authority to to this, then it's like, hmm, okay, well that that kind of gives you a a little bit of a clue. Um Jake's chiming in at every corner. Well, that's true too. Yeah. So in Age of Ultron, that that is true. But then in the comics, the next the Nexus is that portal that uh, Brian is talking about. Um, well, which is which? If that's involved, would open up the door to a lot of different things. Uh, Gio, what do you think about this commercial, man? Um, well, I mean, I have nothing more to add. You guys pretty much nailed it. Um, I mean, it's another indicator that we're going to see Ultron at some point. Um, but to Jake's earlier question, I don't think that's the actor that, if I read that right, I don't think that's the actor that um, Paul Bettany was talking about with, uh, you know, the one that. Um, that he's, oh, saying, oh, he's saying, to working with. He's saying, could we. That one? No, this one right here. Oops, sorry. Click it again. Uh, could we possibly see James Spader appear as a human version of Ultron and that be the actor Bettany is talking about? That's not a Luke Skywalker level cameo, though. Yeah, I don't think any character, honestly, any character that we've already seen in MCU is not a 
Luke Skywalker level character. But again, I'll say Elizabeth Olsen, Elizabeth Olsen never said that it was, she just said yes, like to the reporter's question. So she doesn't know who Luke Skywalker is? Well, she does, but I'm saying like maybe she interpreted it differently. You know, I'm starting to think it's just Doctor Strange. Maybe to her, we don't know. Maybe to her, Luke Skywalker showing up showing up on the Mandalorian is not at that big of a deal that we see it as. You know, what if it's really Luke Skywalker who shows up? I've, oh I've heard people joke about that. Like it's actually <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Um, yeah, I mean, clearly, it could be the commercial could be hinting towards something like Nexus, um, but it's also obviously talking about what you know wanda's going through as well and i i just looked at it as she you know i think i mean we can get into this like because we what happens at the end of this episode but i think she was so depressed and gone she said she felt empty and lonely and then somebody gave her something to help which is possibly or she created this world herself to help this neighborhood um so, so we'll see what ends up going on. Um, so are you so, actually thinking that the Nexus drug is real? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I think that the drug was a metaphor for the for the fake neighborhood that she created. I think it's just a use of the name Nexus, and that's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, about the name. I don't think it's far fetched what I'm saying though, because we know that she. Jake, feel free to jump on. <laughs> Jacob, nothing you say is far-fetched, okay? We're all over the place in these reviews, okay? You think I'm kidding about Luke Skywalker showing up? Yeah, well, no, I'm just saying, like, we know Wanda was depressed, so and they did a depression commercial, so that's... And what's funny is obvious. she's like, I, I'm going to take a self-quarantining staycation. It's like, no, you can't, okay? You created all this. You, you, you got say, kids, you got a whole neighborhood. Me. Does she say that? Some way. Remember she when she goes, way. I'm going to do a, a quarantine staycation, and she says, all day inside by myself. She's like, that'll teach me. Does she say that? Yeah. Because she, she's like, she knows what she's doing is wrong, because when they show her reflecting on the bubble expanding, she's like, ugh, and lifts the, the blankets over her head. But yes, I actually have a list of topics, Jake, and Monica slash the engineer slash the vehicle is my next topic, and regardless of who cares about, I mean, if you guys want to talk about it, we can, but the disappointment of there not being a big reveal with the engineer, but regardless of that, let's talk about this attempt to enter the hex with this vehicle, which they were so confident that, Oh, it's just going to go right in. We're all good. Yeah. It was in a sneak peek. I was like, here we go. And then, but that's my yeah. fault. So yeah. Stop yeah, looking at the sneak peeks. Huh? So stop looking at the sneak peeks. You probably already well, watched the one for next week. Make these too. episodes longer, Marvel. Stop giving us 10 minutes of, of, of credits. Hey, there was an out. There was a post-credit scene this time. Yeah, there was. So um, well, basically the truck didn't work, and then she falls out, and Monica's like, screw this, I'm going in. And man, that was pretty brave of her to do that. <laughs> Yeah, she that truck got yeeted like so easily. Like it was not getting inside, but she was like, screw this, I'm getting through, whether with this truck or without it, and just ran straight in. And we all know what happened after that. What we've been saying. Yeah, yeah. we have we got this amazing sequence of visual effects 
of so Monica Rambo. And as she's walking through, you hear the audio from Captain Marvel. You hear um, her mother. I keep forgetting the name. You hear Nick Fury. I think you hear Captain Marvel, if I'm not mistaken. You do, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like actual audio taken from the movie. And um, yeah, the the way she comes out of that you know, barrier, eyes all you know lit up she the way she can see like what is she saying maybe uh, like the radiation field or like so she, i people are saying she might be spectrum so she's seeing spectrums of color because hmm. she was kind of like seeing all the the different and she was able to turn it off and on too mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah it's <laughs> yeah jeffrey i couldn't agree more um but yeah it's photon spectrum yeah, i mean we we talked about is she really gonna fully get her powers in this season and i wasn't sure to be honest but they she has them whether they're fully fleshed out or not she has them and they're, they're growing by each episode and so maybe there's a showdown you know, she gets to show off some of those powers. Well, I'm curious because the last time we see her, her eyes are purple, not blue, purple. So we, we can talk about that. But in what, when what, she's when, going, when she was doing the superhero landing, oh, like that, that when, yeah. at, in the end, in the end credit scene. Um, That's a great so shot, by the way. When she's going through and her, all, her body's being like torn apart to different versions of herself in the bubble, and then. Captain Marvel saying the line, uh, your mom got lucky when they were handing out kids. She got, I don't know the exact line, but she got the toughest one. And then she's thinking about that and she comes together and breaks through. So that was a pretty powerful moment. And then she runs straight to, uh, straight to uh, Wanda's house. house. Yeah. Did she say she needs to get Darcy out of there? Did she say that earlier? What are you talking about? Who's um, trying to get Darcy out? Well, they know. Uh, do they know that Darcy's in there as well? They're they trying must, to get right? everyone out. Well, yeah, she, I know yeah, that. I think she's just trying to get everyone. Well, out. She's trying to stop the bubble, but doesn't she say? Does she mention Darcy at all before she goes in? Like when they're all talking about it at the prior to using a truck to try to get in. I mean, she mentions her name, but like it wasn't anything. Like that was it, maybe third on her priority list. Yeah, so basically the main priority is getting to Wanda and stopping this. But she's making the mistake of thinking it's only Wanda. Well, she doesn't know that. anything about Ag yeah. Ag uh, Agatha Harkness at this point. She just, yeah. I mean, she might have gotten a little bit of a clue once she stopped like this whole fight from going down. Um, but I want to talk about this whole part where they almost got into a fight. Like they yeah. literally, we almost saw a superhero fight. We got a superhero landing. We didn't get the fight. <laughs> I mean, I, she was not going to back down to Scarlet Witch. She was not afraid. She was going to go toe to toe. Yeah, well, which Scar Scarlet Witch. Uh, at this point, she would have lost. Maybe once she gets her powers more, you know, attuned and she's more skilled. I mean. I don't know the powers of Spectrum or what, how powerful she ends up being in the comics, but 
I don't think anyone could beat Wanda. I mean, <laughs> in my opinion, Doctor um, Strange. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but it was pretty cool. I, I liked it. She's a. I don't powers or not. I don't care if you, who you are. Going up to Wanda like that, you you're a very brave being, to be honest. Because yeah. I was like, whoa, she does not care. Like, she's, and Wanda does not like her. Like she, she keeps interrupting everything. She immediately got angry when she saw her. No matter what, even though she was trying to help and Ooh. say like, hey, like. This is going on. Nope. She immediately she, immediately she, shot it down and was like, no. the door. Wanda was so pissed. Yeah. And she, then when she brings up Haywood, she's like, stop. I don't want to hear about that. And she like shoots her out of the door. She's like losing it. And maybe my favorite line in the whole show, she says, don't let him make you the villain. And she says, maybe I already am. And gives that look like that evil. I don't care. Look mm -hmm. one of the best lines. Um, do we want to talk a little bit more about Vision and Darcy real quick? Because this was kind of cutting back and forth you in a way. Um, but I think we kind of touched on it already. We know Vi last time we see Vision, he's heading on over here. And I'm curious if Darcy's even going to make it over <laughs> to the to the scene. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I'm excited to see what where Monica goes from here. I mean, she's in there now. Um, so... All right. So when you, I want to get your guys' experience. When you were watching this, and you see Agnes bring her in the house, and then you start like starts looking around. What were you guys feeling like? Did you? What did you expect to happen? For when? What part? Just overall, like you knew there wasn't that much time left. Like, what did you? How did you think the episode was going to end, Brian? Um. Well, I, I was just more. Like when she went in the house, I was like, where are the kids? It, because there was a point where she, she, when she's sitting with the kids and, uh, I just got to say their superhero names. The one that's Wiccan, I think it's Billy or I, I don't know. I always mix them up. Um, where he goes, you're quiet. I can't hear anything. And, she kind of goes like to me, she looks at both of them and she's like, Oh, you guys have your powers. Like, yeah. cause she doesn't know she, well, she, she was out of town when the kids were using their powers. She was on the outskirts of town. That's true. And, she hasn't seen them use them yet. Yeah. So she had, and she's usually around for everything. So she hadn't seen him speeding through running super fast or him hearing vision that he was dying or anything. So she didn't know. And the second he said that she does this kind of like, you guys have powers now. And then we don't see them after that scene. And then when she's, and then the next time when, um, uh, Wanda's in the house, she goes, Oh, they're just playing in the basement, I think. And then that leads to, all the the fun stuff yeah um so geo when you when she was walking down that stairs what did you think we were going to see do you think we were going to see the kids dead or anything like that or what were you expecting uh i was expecting maybe we'd see the kids with uh ralph mm. um because again she talks about ralph uh throughout this episode 
Um, you know, and I thought we maybe would have seen the kids in prison, maybe unconscious, uh, getting experimented on, something like that. Um, but yeah, her going into the house, I was like, okay, this is where it has to happen. It, this is where we, it gets the the big reveal. Yeah. And of course, we'll talk about that reveal and how it was done. But uh, yeah, I yeah. thought that they were gonna be like, because if you start looking around at Agnes's or Agatha's house looks normal. Like I know they're in the modern day now as far as sitcoms go, but it didn't look like it was part of the show or anything like that. Um, but I was expecting like, cause there are stuff in the comics where they're like pieces of Mephisto's soul or whatever. I thought we would see like what they really look like. Like maybe they look like demons or something. And, but she sees them as like cute little boys when they're in the show, but we didn't get that. We get a door shutting and the goddess Catherine Hahn coming out and revealing herself. Look, one of the reasons why I love this episode so much is because of Catherine Hahn. First of all, earlier in the episode, I laughed out loud so hard when they're like, come on kids, I don't bite. And then they're like, she's like I actually bit a kid once. Yeah. I, it was past midnight and I was like, my household was like, what the hell are you laughing about? And I was just, I couldn't control myself. That was hilarious. And then every time she talked to the camera and she, it's, yeah. So this was crazy that how they revealed Agatha Harkness. It was like, solid. It, that's it was crazy. the most, it was, <laughs> it's so funny because it's like, we've known, I mean, we haven't officially known, but like anyone that's, Dive, like dived into this a little bit has been like, oh, she's Agatha. Ag she must be going to be Agatha Harkness. Mm -hmm. Every single week we go, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. And then when it happens, you go, oh, son of a gun. It, it, it was Agatha Harkness. And it's like, we knew it's almost like we knew the whole time. So it's like, why are we so shocked? Yeah. I, I think I, they did such a good job of making us second guess it. Yeah, like exactly. making her look scared and making her look like she's worried about Wanda. Yeah, so it just, yeah, the whole, that whole, I love Catherine Hahn. She's been so good in this, so good in this. Like, And they didn't even like, they straight up said, the name's Agatha Harkness. Like they didn't, she could have only said, you think you're the only one with powers? And then the episode could have ended. She could have shut the door. The episode could have ended. We would have been like, oh, she's Agatha Harkness. But they straight up said it and then did a freaking theme song about the it. The little theme song was the best. I, I rewinded it right away and watched it again. That was the um, best, my favorite part of the whole episode. Gio, were you tripping when you saw this like me, man? I was just like, wow, I can't believe what I'm watching. Uh, I, I wish... I felt that way, but again, because okay. we talked about it so much and speculated it, and uh, I, for myself, I didn't believe her for a second. Um, the previous episode, I just can't help but wonder, you know, if I had watched this, like binge this all the way through, how much differently that reveal would have been, you know. But like I said, in between episodes, we do these one-hour talk shows. You know, we we uh, browse through Twitter. You know, we're, we don't looking, we're looking for stuff throughout the week. You know, like yeah. watching it, videos and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so uh, in the bigger picture, it, it it makes for a better viewing experience. But if we're talking about this one reveal right here, 
I can't like I'm so excited for my roommates to learn the whole thing (laughs) because I I really want to know how they take it. Um, But, you know, I I agree. I I keep telling my brother he needs to watch it. And because he's a big MCU fan, he's seen all the MCU movies. And I'm like, watch WandaVision. I'm telling you. Uh, But he just hasn't done it yet. But I'm like jealous because people like that, they get to binge it. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't talking about the reveal of Agatha Harkness when I'm when I was saying I was like tripping. It's the way they did it with the song. Yeah. Like the way they do this song, and then it's so it that basically gave us answers to everything. The all, mo, a lot of the stuff that we weren't sure about in, in that in that little montage thing. Well, first of all, she floats. All right, you guys, this is how I interpreted it. The town was already made. Like Wanda already created this. Agatha Harkness comes in and kind of infiltrates it and then starts influencing things. That's how I interpreted it. Because she comes like floating from the sky and she's in like her real attire, like as a witch. And then it starts switching up to like the first episode when she walks in. So regardless, either she created this with Wanda or created it for her, or maybe she, I think she noticed what was going on and she, she's like, Ooh, I can take, use this to my advantage. And she infiltrated things. We see her influencing Herb during that scene, right before she talks, he talks to vision. We see she, she's controlling at least Evan Peters character. Um, we see her, she was obviously fooling vision during the Halloween scene when she was, screaming adam um so geo what was your what was the most shocking thing you saw in that song montage thing um it's not i mean i don't think any of it really shocked me honestly interesting what shocked me was how good the lyrics were (laughs) if if i'm being honest well i didn't know this but apparently it's a it's an homage to like the monsters or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never oh. seen that. So yeah, that's yeah. You talking to a like nineties baby here who, you know, Oh, the monsters was an American sitcom. Oh, it was the one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I um, recognize this now as Frankenstein. So the thing that I want to talk about, cause we only have a little bit. Yeah. Um, is, um, this book. Yeah, okay. tell me about that. I there I don't know what it is specifically. No one knows for sure. It's not easily recognizable. It's not like a actual like, oh, that's the blah blah blah. Every, what I'm seeing is people are calling it the dark hold, which I'm I, I know it's like the ultimate like evil book, essentially. Um I was kind of this is the only bummer that I was hoping Jake would be here. Because I know he watched Runaways and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, because everyone is saying that they that it was in both of those. Um, so I, w- I have a hard time thinking that they're going to just grab something that's been used in two other shows. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think of the book. I almost, when I saw it, I kind of was like, oh, maybe that's the thing that's like upping the ante. Of what, was it like glowing? 
yes, it was it was uh, it was glowing like this, like orange. Oh, you just showed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like this. So it looks it looks like it's definitely hexed or. Yeah. I mean, I, I think obviously we know Agatha's a witch, so I took it as it's a spell book. I mean, well, yeah, it's a spell book, but I, what is it? What is what book is it? Is it a known Marvel yeah. artifact like the Darkhold, or is it something new? Is it something because if it's the Darkhold, they've used it twice already in other Marvel stuff. Mm. So I don't think it is. Then I I don't think so either. I I know people are saying that um, there's a it looks like there's a book missing in Doctor Strange because uh, there's like an empty slot, but it's just like, I just, I'm just not sure what it could be specifically. Yeah. I mean, they, they obviously, I mean, they, they panned the camera on it and zoomed in. So I think it's definitely important. Um, I think that thing might be our infinity stone for this next oh like the most important yeah thing, I, like yeah i think it might be something that is like in this phase or whatever you want to call it coming up um this this version of in the infinity stone or not maybe not obviously not what if the that's level the way to access stone, nexus but i think i think that it's going to be something that's important yeah um, i mean what if it's the way to access nexus possibly maybe i mean i think it it's going to be more darker than yeah. it would be like uh i don't know something to do with mephesto or souls or okay. something like that along those lines um so i'm not 100 percent sure yeah all right, before we get to the after credit scene, I got to ask you guys, where are the twins and are they real? I think they're in the book. Very uh, possible. I well, they're, they're not in the basement. I still don't know. I'm not It's so sad. Like I honestly, it makes me sad thinking about it that Wanda's could lose her kids after everything that she's been through. Or what if they're just not real? I crazy. think real. I think I think they're real. I hope so. Although it would be a crazy storyline that her kids get taken away, um, that she's made a bond with, like that. I mean, that would make anyone go crazy. Like you lose your kids. Like what? What's more devastating to a parent than losing their children? I mean, yeah. So um, and with her type of powers and stuff, like that's even more. So I always thought from the beginning that Agatha has something to do with the twins and that they play a big part in this whole thing. Um, and I think that this kind of, in my eyes, I feel good about that after this episode, because she obviously had them over at her house. Last time we see them, they're with her on the couch and now they're gone. So I think um, I still think that, she wanted them created for some reason and that they are real and they, they do have powers and that she wants to use them to, for her own benefit somehow, unless there's somebody else that she's working for, then they want them. Yeah. Um, who knows? 
Uh, I'm it's funny because the thing that I, I'm more and more starting to buy that this hex is going to be the X Men's birth, like the hex men X, they're going to abbreviate it to the X Men type thing. Um, it's pretty good. So the more and more I'm starting to think it, it's going to come along that line. So interesting uh geo where are the kids man where are the twins uh i, I gotta f- i'm agreeing with jake here i don't think they're gonna make it out of yeah this I, I thought about that too but that would be pretty dark yeah um i don't know where the kids are where's 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 reed richards at huh um but uh yeah i don't know i i, I don't know we'll see <laughs> yeah um well, we do have a, I guess you can call it a post-credit scene. It's pretty short. It's just Monica, you know, arriving at Agnes's house and then, you know, opening up the stairwell. And then Evan Peters shows up and says, Snooper's going to snoop. So, well, I don't know if you guys noticed, but when she starts looking at those branches with the purple on it, her eyes turn purple. And I don't know if that means now she's under Agatha's control I think, I think she is. I think she is, and I think Wanda is because Wanda's eyes go purple. Yeah, too. yeah, that would make yeah. sense. Or she has a, some type of spell on them. Yeah. Who the hell is Evan Peters? Is he just a random guy? I've been saying that from the beginning. He's not going to be the the X Men Quicksilver. Do from- you think that he's somebody working with Agatha though, or she just took a random guy from the from the neighborhood and he's made him her henchman? Just a schmuck. Or unless he's someone from whatever realm or whatever she's. I think that he's somebody else because they never address that he's a real human inside the hex. Yeah. They never say, and to that point, they have they done it for Dottie either? I don't know. She was never up on the screen when they were talking about that. Yeah. Um, or maybe she was, but they definitely never addressed it for Evan Peters, even though they saw him in there. So I'm curious about that because even Wanda thinks that it was sword. She says, you're doing all these things. She's like, and Pietro. And then uh, Monica says, we never, that wasn't us. And so I think that he is, that Agatha brought him in somehow and that she's, that he's working with her somehow. Oh, who he is, maybe, or maybe nightmare, maybe uh, her son, whatever. I think he's not just a random guy. Well, yeah. if you think about the Agnes song, she's sitting in like a lawn chair as he's at the door and she's doing some magic. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's it, it's uh, probably not Pietro. Yeah. I mean, a crazy theory would be that what if Agatha has access to the Nexus already? Right. And she's like she she heard Wanda talking. Oh, I have a brother. He's far from here. And she's like, let me go through the Nexus. Oh, here's a Pietro. Boom. And puts him in. That would say that it's still the X-Men. You, that's a way you could say it's the X-Men Pietro, but I don't think it is. I don't, I don't think it is, but that's a possible way that it could be. Um, Who knows? So that song was hilarious, but I mean, I know maybe there's some very sensitive dog people that are pissed off at Agatha for that last line. Look, the way they did that it's like now they're showing us 
if this is really her, like she's evil. Like she's straight evil. And I love her witch laugh. Yeah. It was it was hilarious. I can't believe they did that to us. They show us that it was her all along, and she's like, Oh, and I killed Sparky, and then starts laughing, and then it ends. Like, yeah. what? I I don't know. I just loved it because they went bonkers with it. Yeah, it was great. It was I'm very excited to see where we go for the next two. It's gonna be wild. Gonna be wild. Hopefully yeah, Disney Plus doesn't break. I hope satisfying, and I hope I can watch Disney Plus at midnight. Yeah. Um, so. Do you guys have? Is there anything we didn't touch on? Anything else we want to cover? Any comments that stick out, Brian, that we could address? Uh, no. I. I mean, I think we hit most of it. Um, for Stacy's, I don't. Maybe some. Maybe you'll just see Jimmy in something. I don't know about a spinoff show. Uh, yeah, I mean, I if, I don't think Monica would be involved. I think Monica's going to be a big character moving forward, and she'll so. be in the movies too. Um, yeah. I think the Darcy and Jimmy is very possible because just because it's not in the plans now, it's something that they could do if they want. Yeah, I but, mean, yeah. Other than that, I'm just looking forward to the next the next two. See where this takes us. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I'm I'm super stoked. Just keeps getting better and better, in my opinion. Um, all right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of Marvel Rewind, our WandaVision episode seven, breaking the fourth wall review. Thank you all for joining us. The best part about this is reading your comments as we're <laughs> as we're talking, and you know, you guys putting those ideas up as we talk about it. Thank you so much. I'm joined by Gio Ramos and Brian Avalosino today. I'm your host, Jacob Bartley. Please leave us a comment um, and tune in next Friday for our next review of WandaVision episode eight. And don't forget to check us out every Tuesday on Apocalypse Now. We'll see you guys then.